Welcome to the CoinGam Podcast. I'm your host, Fritz Charles. On this podcast, we attack the crypto asset and blockchain space from all angles, from the underlying technology to the economic impact. Every single episode, we try to look at the blockchain space from a new lens, and this episode was no different. But before we start this episode, I wanted to share a bit about our advisory services. We've built a huge network of blockchain professionals who can help you out with your projects, whether you want to launch an ICO or you're just looking to do some deeper research. We can put you in the right place. We have advisors, blockchain developers, and legal professionals. If you need help, just visit us at coingamma.com. Now, let's start the episode. What's up, everyone? It's Fritz Charles here, host of the Coin Gamma Show. Uh, today, we're going to talk about our good friends at Facebook and our good friend Mark Zuckerberg and his plans. And um, I'm going to touch on a report that actually came from one of my old employers, uh, Barclays Capital. So, if you've been under a rug, if you haven't been following, um, news kind of broke from fourth quarter of last year that uh, Facebook's gonna be coming out with their own cryptocurrency, their own coin, their own stable coin. Um, that has been led to a lot of different mixed feedback from people in the crypto space. You know, you have your uh, crypto enthusiasts that don't want big companies like Facebook to get involved. And you have other people that love to see that kind of involvement. Um, it's interesting, it's uh, the project's under wraps. Nobody knows what's going on, but you know, uh, I'm, we're gonna talk about um, the latest report on it and also, also speak a little bit about um, why this has kind of been put into place for years, right? So um, first off, you know, it's, it's said that the cryptocurrency could actually be a $19 billion revenue opportunity. Um, by Ross Sandler at Barclays. Um, so uh, I used to work at Barclays, uh, so it's pretty interesting seeing um, Barclays kind of go in um, and analyze this crypto space, but obviously, you know, this individual covers um, internet stocks, and so Facebook is, is one of the biggest internet stocks out there, so um, that's kind of where um, the focus lies. Um, and, and so, you know, the big thing around that Mr. Sandler says is that um, this is good for Facebook's narrative, right? So, you know, Facebook actually is, is probably, you know, it's, it's the most beat up company um, out there right now. Um, you know, over the, since the, the election and, you know, the rumors or even the proof that, um, you know, Facebook was used by Russians to help um, push the election, even internationally, Facebook is being leveraged uh, in election to, in elections to, uh, spread misinformation and things of that sort. And, you know, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, Sheryl Sandberg have been in DC, uh, you know, numerous times to see Congress and answer questions around this stuff. And so all this PR is, has not been great. Um, and there's been a lot of pressure for them, right? So their, their main business model is to um, monetize your information, right? So, you know, we use Facebook, we connect, we use Facebook login on different websites. Um, different websites have the Facebook pixel involved. So that allows Facebook to get information around you, chase you around the internet, and use that for amazing targeting. 
Um, so in addition to my role here at Coin Gamma, I'm a growth marker. Um, Facebook is, as a growth hacker, growth marker, I love Facebook. I love being able to target people. You know, I could, get, I could target people by age, by interests, who they are, the job they have, who they like, you know, who they're fans of. Um, so I can find all of them. So it's, 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 it's amazing, right? Um, but, you know, obviously, the, you know, a lot of people didn't know that's how Facebook worked. And so, you know, through the um, things that are going on in this country politically, um, a lot of that was, was, was kind of uncovered. Um, and so, you know, what Ross is saying, um, Mr. Sandler, I should say, um, he's saying that, you know, Facebook is, is, has to look at other business models because of this pressure, right? And payments is a beautiful business model for them. It doesn't uh, force them to, you know, depend on privacy. It doesn't uh, force them to, you know, uh, mistakenly share people's information. It's kind of pretty, it's pretty straightforward. And, you know, his argument is that if this stable coin works, uh, you know, it, you can expand, you know, people, you can go into other business um, fields within this world, right? So you go into consumer lending, you go into remittances, you go into even physical payments, right? Um, and this is we all on top of WhatsApp, right? So obviously everybody knows that WhatsApp is probably the, the biggest um, platform out there as far as, uh, you know, uh, messaging and, and, and being around the world as far as everybody uses it. Um, you know, if I look, open my WhatsApp right now, I got conversations with people in like five continents. Um, and so, you know, the ability, ability to just text message and money within the platform is pretty cool um, and pretty powerful and, you know, pretty interesting. But, you know, I think, uh, you know, it's, and, you know, it also coincides with the fact that Facebook's um, usage of their main platform, Facebook.com, has waned, right? Um, it's not cool with kids anymore. Um, but, you know, they, they, they understood that and they diversified. So they went and bought WhatsApp and Instagram a few years ago. And those platforms still have strong growth. But the thing is, WhatsApp up to this, up to this point is not monetizable. Um, and then Instagram uh, is monetizable, right? They leverage the same platform, Facebook ad platform that uh, the main Facebook um, um, system use, uses. But, you know, web mobile ads are not as, as you can't command as, as high of a CPM on mobile ads. Is because people don't make large purchases on, 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 on the mobile, but they do make large purchases on desktop. So even though even if you have a lot more users, you monetize them at a, at a lower rate. And the targeting is not as perfect, right? Um, you know, not everybody on Instagram. Um, you can get on Instagram without having a real name. And so you just by default, you don't have as many, uh, as much information about people, right? So it's interesting. Um, but that being said, Instagram has been a, a huge success for them. And, you know, when they faced that challenge with Snapchat, they just basically copied Snapchat use case. Um, you, um, they basically just copied Snapchat and with you, um, Instagram stories. And that led to, you know, a, a great uptick in usage and actually has uh, affected um, Snapchat adversely. Um, but, you know, it's interesting, right? So. The, uh, I think this has been the plan for years, right? And so I'm gonna break down why, right? So, you know, first let's let's think about it, right? So um, the person that leads um, Facebook's 
um, blockchain group is, is a gentleman by the name of David Marcus. David Marcus actually joined Facebook way back in 2014. But before that, he was at Patriot. Before, well, let's, before he led blockchain at, at Facebook, he actually was um, the head of messaging products, right? And he was a VP of messaging products, which meant you know, Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, Instagram. And prior to that, he was at PayPal. Um, he was VP of mobile PayPal, but and he sold a company to PayPal, right? And the question is, you know, why would a, somebody that comes that does payments, why would you hire coach him and bring him over to do messaging? Obviously, you're thinking about doing some kind of mobile payments within your messenger platform. That's the only explanation, right? And so, you know, this is this has kind of been in place for um, maybe almost four, five years now, right? Um, and then you add to some some things that happened um, since he's been at Facebook. Um, the Instagram folks left, right? So Instagram was a was a acquisition for Facebook. Um, they left, right? Um, and due to disagreements with the direction that this company was going with in with regards to Instagram. And then WhatsApp, right? So, you know, 2018, there was a huge controversy with, with WhatsApp founders leaving and, uh, you know, basically blaming ethical reasons as to why they exited Facebook, right? And they couldn't work at Facebook anymore. And a lot of that came through, came because of uh, the pressure that the, um, the Facebook executives kind of put on a team to monetize and come up with ideas. And, you know, the WhatsApp founders were really stuck on WhatsApp never having any ads, right? Because they knew that made, that, you know, that they knew that that meant that um, you had to collect more information from people, right? And so WhatsApp is nearly anonymous and they wanted to keep it that way. And, you know, they didn't really like the way that it was. But that being said, you know, hey, listen, Facebook, Facebook's um, job is to produce um, profits and revenue for their, their um, investors. And that's who they have to do. And so that's what they have to do. And they bought uh, WhatsApp, billions of dollars, right? And so to this point, it has not been an ROI positive acquisition. So they have every right to explore ways to monetize it, right? So, you know, it's, um, again, call me pragmatic, call me a, a, a capitalist. I don't really have a problem with them looking at adding ads to WhatsApp. You know, WhatsApp is a very expensive platform to run. Billions of people, billions of pictures, billions of storage. Um, it's not cheap to run. So they have every right to kind of figure out how to make money from it. Um, and, you know, they left. Right, and so you know, ads. What it might have been the reason it left, or even it might have been payments. It might have been this idea. This idea might have came up during those things. Right, so it's interesting. Um, you know, only time will tell what's going to transpire with this project. Um, but um, you know, uh, lots of a lot of people in the crypto community are excited about it um, in the technology community, and and now Wall Street is kind of trying to put numbers um, behind it. Right. And so, you know, um, based on the news there now, um, this project is actually for a far along enough that they're having conversations with uh, cryptocurrency exchanges. Right. Um, and there's it's reported that 50 engineers are working on the project right now. Um, and, you know, it's going to be a stable coin, which is what they say. 
and that guards against crypto volatility. So stablecoin doesn't move, or it moves lockstep with um, a traditional currency like the U.S. dollar or the euro. Um, and you know the the company is moving, right? And so whether whether you know this is a, a lot of this is based on rumors. We don't know what's going to transpire um, when it's launched, but we know it's happening, right? Um, the Facebook um, blockchain group is running. Um, if you go on their uh, careers page, there's actually 19 jobs listed. Um, and this is as of today, right? All type of roles, business, um, uh, growth, uh, data engineers, software engineers, communications, uh, security folks, right? Um, even jobs in places like Tel Aviv, jobs in, in DC as well. So, you know, it's, it's, it's moving, right? Um, Facebook's gonna make something happen. It's cool. It's happening, right? And so it's very, very important for you know. Hey, let's say you don't give a damn about crypto. You don't care about crypto. Um, but guess what? Facebook is a large component in a lot of the indices, right? So what they do matters to you. It matters to your. It actually it ma it matters in many ways. Um, your retirement plan. You one of your retirement funds probably goes into some sort of index fund. Therefore, Facebook's in that index fund. Therefore, Facebook matters. What Facebook does matters to you. Um, and so it's important to for, um, follow this news, see what's going on, understand how things work. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to do my best to keep everybody informed and up to date as this uh, project transpires. But it's definitely something to watch. And it's a wrap for this episode of the Coin Gamma Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Please share it out with members of your network, friends, family, associates. And most importantly, please leave a review on your podcast listening platform, whether it's iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, you name it. That really helps the podcast out. It helps us get more exposure and share our content with more people. And don't forget, we're available to help you out with your blockchain related projects just reach out coingamma.com until next time